Just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart always be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. I forget that they're going to record this so Mary can check up on me. <laughs> I didn't start that until I said it. <laughs> I brought this in this morning, and it's a composite of glass beads. And if you pull each bead out and you look at the beads, they're very interesting individually. So this one, which is kind of an oval, is very much an aqua color with a big dark top to it. And this one you can barely see through, but is a very pretty kind of sea-ish color of, of aqua. This one, which is actually my favorite kind of color, it is a cobalt blue glass bead. And this bead you can see right through, and it's glass. What I love about this bead is when you look through it, everything is upside down. Uh, <laughs> now, I never took physics, so don't ask me at the end of the service why that is the case. <laughs> you, you can ask uh, someone else in the room who is has taken a lot of science classes. Dr. Hatcher perhaps can answer that question for you. But each of these beads is beautiful in its own right and stands alone in its beauty in the world. And as we gather them up, we see each one and offer glory for the beauty that it is, even in its teeny tiny piece here. And then when you put all of these together into this vase, you get an even more beautiful picture. And when I was looking at this this morning before the 8 o'clock service, I thought to myself, that in those blues resembles a bit of that very famous picture that I think is celebrating a major milestone of the 50, its 50th of the world from the moon, and it is that blue and green famous picture. And it reminds me that, you know, there develop little streaks and clusters within it where these individual stones make up the beauty that is the entirety of that collection of stones. This morning we have a reading from St. Paul as he's writing to the church in Corinth. And he's writing to them about how they are to engage as a church. But he's also giving them instructions on how they are to engage as people. And he's saying to them, each one of you is important. Each one of you has a place. Each one of you has a talent that you bring that was given to you by God. For we know that God knew us before we were born and named us and gave us these talents. And some of you have certain talents and some of you don't. But everybody has something to contribute and everyone has ways to help others glorify their own talents and to help others who don't necessarily have a talent. And I predict and think that the church in Corinth at that time was probably what we today in the New Vernacular say, 
a bunch of people operating in silos. And you probably had a lot of ministers doing their own thing and people doing their own thing, and nobody was really interacting. And the body of the church wasn't one. These glass beads and this connection is like we are. We come to the church with our talents. We share them and we become something more beautiful and more glorious, something that God has created through the centuries and decades and the eternity of time. God has known each and every one of us and named us and created this incredible mosaic. And we will someday know what that mosaic looks like. You can only imagine what it must be for him to see his creation and see all of these little pebbles all together in one big glass jar. And it's bigger and more expansive than our little earthly home. We also have the chance in our faith tradition in the Episcopal Church to have an even broader experience. Today we won't have it, which is probably, probably should preach this sermon on a Sunday when there's a communion. But when we come up for communion every Sunday, we bring our gifts and our talents up. You put an offering in the plate, the plate goes up on to the altar as an offering, but you also bring yourselves and your talents. And we kneel before the altar, and we take communion. And in receiving the bread and wine, we are uniting in the body of Christ, which goes over the expanse of time and space and includes those who've gone before us, and in my mind, includes those who are to come because God knows them and brings them in. And it is this incredible experience of being one, of all of us coming with ourselves and being brought together at that altar. This week we had a guest preacher at Raven Gap. We had the Reverend Bentley Manning, who is the minister priest at the Church of the Incarnation of the Highlands, who is a phenomenal preacher. I'm not telling you to go up there and hear him all the time, but if you, <laughs> don't tell Mary that I told you that he's, she heard him, she, he preached in middle school chapel. Um, but he was great with the kids, and one of the things he did with the kids at the end of this, and he used this reading, was he asked them to sit and close their eyes for 15 seconds. 10 seconds, you're right back, it was 10, I'm sorry, thank you. And, and 10 seconds for a third grader is like an eternity. And he said, I want you to think about, what did he ask you all to think about? Do you remember? Yes, he asked you to think about what's your, your Close your eyes and think about one thing you're really good at. What is your talent? What do you bring to the world? And after this eternity of sitting, lots of hands shot up when he asked, what did you think about? And you were supposed to tell your neighbor, and then you were going to share with the group what your neighbor's talents are. And one of the first kids in the middle school said, this is terrible. I hate thinking about myself this way, which I thought was, A, funny, true, but a little bit sad that we hate to think about the good things we do in the world. But everybody came forth with different things, and, and the little boy that I was seated next to in middle school turned to me and he said, I hate to say this, but I guess I'm really smart, which he is really smart. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Emery, you are really smart. I said, you're actually a lot smarter than I am, so that's a good. And I said, so what are you going to do with that? And he said, I'm going to make the world a better place. And I said, well, that's smart already. And 
I'm not going to ask you all to close your eyes and think about your talents. You can do that on your own time this week. But what I will say is that in our church, I know just about each and every one of you. And each and every one of you bring talents and gifts here to, to our family at St. James. This morning, I was before the 8 o'clock service was downstairs, and I was talking with Ron and Linda Barden, and we were admiring Bev's beautiful 52-day quilt. And, and I said, my gosh, she's got some incredible talent and creativity. And as I was preaching the sermon, I was thinking about God gave her that gift, that amazing, amazing gift. And she shares this with us freely. But our sharing of our gifts here is even bigger as we share our gifts in the world, and we share our gifts in Raven County, and together we make up that incredible mosaic that God has called us into. So this week, I hope that you will think about the many gifts that you have and think about how you might share them with the world. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Um, as you can tell, Mary is...